Wake up, America. It's Morning Air with John Morales. Si, senor. Sarah Tafoya. Mama. That's right. This is my mom. And Glenn Leverins. This is Morning Air. On Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, December 18th. Good morning and welcome back to another edition of Morning Air. I'm John Morales. Glenn Leverins is off today. Our thanks to Brooke Taylor for filling in with the news. Studio producer Sarah Tafoya is with us. Thank you so much for joining us this morning here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio. I hope you had a Outstanding weekend. I got to spend some good quality time with your family and your loved ones. Happy Monday of this third week of Advent. Can you believe that Christmas is just one week from today? I, I can't believe it. It has just flown by. So let's remember the reason for this season, the birth of our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. That's what it's really all about. In fact, coming up a little bit later this hour, Bishop Brendan Cahill will be uh, with us to talk about confession and Advent. That's uh, one of the things on Father Rocky's uh, list of ways to have a, a wonderful Christmas. Today is also day three of the traditional Christmas novena, which ends on Christmas Eve. This includes uh, this nine-day novena to the Holy Infant of Prague and many other uh, Hispanic novenas as well. We'll talk about that here momentarily. Let me ask you a question. Are you in the Christmas spirit yet? I hope you are. Get into the Christmas spirit if for whatever reason you're not uh, with Advent Carols of Comfort and Joy from Relevant Radio featuring the incredible talents of three young choirs. Uh, take a, a musical journey to Christmas and even travel through a brief history of carols with our free daily videos. You can get all of these beautiful, joyful carols every single day of what's left here in these final days of Advent. All you have to do is uh, sign up. It's still not too early. You can do it this morning at relevantradio.com slash carols. Uh, I meant to say it's not too late to do it. That's relevantradio.com slash carols. Hey, uh, Sarah, just one more week left. Uh, the, the clock is ticking away until Christmas. That it is. Oh, it's right around the get corner. And man, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, uh, depending on where you're living and the things you're, you're seeing, a lot of the sights and sounds. And we've been seeing the lights of the sights and sounds for a long time, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I can't believe it. The countdown, just one week. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. It's just, uh, it has flown by. We we knew this was going to be a, a short advent, only 21 uh, days. And uh, in fact, there's only literally like one day of the fourth week of, Christ, uh, of advent. And just a few hours. Yeah. Just, a, you know, everyone's like a lot of questions about that day, technical technicalities of what counts for what. And uh, lots of different shows right. on Relevant Radio, probably bringing that up. So Needless to, to say, uh, sh short uh, turnaround. Uh, on Friday, we had a lot of fun talking about some of the uh, outstanding suggestions of Father Rocky. He has these these 10 ways to have a wonderful Christmas to prepare for uh, the coming uh, of uh, the baby Jesus. And, you know, I, it's kind of like a, a bucket list. And, you know, I've been trying to, you know, uh, check the list. How does it go? You check the list and you do it twice, uh, John. <laughs> Have you checked the list twice yet? I've been checking the list uh, multiple times. Okay, and uh, good. finally, I was I was kidding on Friday, you know, we still hadn't gotten around to the Christmas cards. I felt kind of bad because I'm starting to get all these really nice Christmas cards and from some of our colleagues. We still hadn't done ours, but we finally got it done right 
before our Christmas party. More on that in a moment. Uh, we finally got it shot, and uh, I got them uh, done yesterday, and uh, they're ready to go. So they hit the printing uh, press. The traditional okay. photo with. Uh, uh, the family and Blaze the Beagle under the Christmas tree. Well, he's part of the family. Makes sense. You got to keep him in the picture. Well, good. That's very nice. Well, we'll look forward to uh, seeing that. Maybe we we'll get a picture and we can put on uh, the website there. Absolutely. And, you know, it's always a challenge to, to get him to stay still. You know, you got to use you the doggy trick. The, no, well, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, to get the Beagle to stay still. You know, yeah. he he uh, he sees the, the, uh, the treat yeah. and, uh, you know. He goes into his normal beagle mode, but we had we had a lot of fun. So the cards are done. So okay, that is done. Check that one. Yeah, and uh, obviously, you know, the other suggestion, which we didn't chat about that much, um, is uh, you know practice and uh, singing Christmas carols. You know, not only we talked pra- about that. We talked. We, you we need did to talk continue about to practice, yeah. right? Not only <laughs> practice, but also enjoy them. And you know, as we were on our way to the Christmas party, Cindy and I were listening to the relevant radio Christ- Christmas carols, and okay. I'd forgotten how beautiful they were, and and with the 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 little uh, intros by all of our colleagues wishing everybody uh, a merry christmas it was it was really really nice and it really does put you it re- I mean, father rocky's right you you want to get into spirit listen to christmas carols and there's so many of them and of course we will be hearing them uh, throughout the week yeah i know it's very good background noise i've noticed like you know christmas day christmas eve uh, the day before you know the 23rd as you're starting to kind of set the house and get things ready it's nice to just have it in the background and yeah you're right there's little interjections by relevant radio uh, on-air personalities and passages from the Bible, again, reflecting and get your last-minute reflections if you didn't get them in during the Christmas season. So it's nice to kind of have in the background. You're right, John. It, it really is. And so, yeah, coming up in a little bit, um, a little bit later this hour, uh, Bishop Brendan Cahill, he'll come on to remind us about one of those items that Father Rocky Number said, one. Just, yeah, number one on the list, uh, need, need I say, uh, going to confession. So yeah. uh, this reporter got that take care of a couple of weeks ago. So um, I'm feeling good about that. So um, we had a great time. Friday night was absolutely uh, just a it was blast. All right. uh, we, we, uh, we had the Relevant Radio, the annual Relevant Radio Christmas party. And uh, of course, uh, you and uh, our uh, good colleague, uh, the network engineer and former Morning Air producer, uh, Matt Beersley, also uh, did a, a fantastic job. And guess what? Matt is actually here with us, yep. live in studio, <laughs> fully we recovered can... from a long weekend. Oh, I man. think so, yeah. Uh, last year, Sarah and I were told that, that we were going to be taking over the MC duties for the entertainment portion of the Christmas party, and I think we lived up to it. We, we you know, kind of choose the film with Mike Kendall leaving. We took some fun. We, you know, we had some fun with other colleagues. You know, we had some fun at our own expense as well and uh, teased Father Rocky a little bit. We, I was telling Father Rocky it's the one time a year that we get to pick on the boss and uh, not get in trouble. So it was, it was a fun time. It really, really was. Uh, Sarah, what was your favorite bit? Oh, well, uh, it's kind of hard to describe. So I guess I'll just play it. Are you having trouble waking up in the morning? It sounds like you need the morning air alarm clock. It's a morning air. With three different sounds to choose from, you're sure to find the one that will work best for you. Try waking up to the spirited sounds of John Morales. Si, senor. Si, senor. Hmm, not your style? Well, why not arise to the soothing sounds of the Tafoya residents? Ah, 
not tough enough? Well, it sounds like it's time for DEFCON 1 with the musical stylings of Glenn Leverance on the accordion. I love the smell of accordion in the morning. The Morning Air Alarm Clock. Powered by Grace. Not available in all states. Results may vary. Grace activated power does not work on the weekends. Okay, just to clarify, that's not a real thing. That was part of our uh, marketing uh, team's fake, you know, things that failed that we we were kind of poking fun of some things that they may have come up with that just didn't make the cut. That was one Won't of the ideas. Won't be a pledge drive premium <laughs> in February, so yeah. don't get your hopes up. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we had some fun with that one. It was just fun to kind of bring some of the fun elements of our program and into life there and well, that wasn't even all of my kids, so just imagine. Uh, I don't know how someone couldn't wake up to that. <laughs> and one of uh, those premiums that really stood out uh, was the Patrick Madrid uh, designer mustache. Yes, yeah, yeah. It had yes. actual Patrick Madrid hairs in the mustache. I'm not sure why that never made it to market, but... That's uh, not going to be a pledge drive premium either, unfortunately. No, unfortunately. But it was fun to, to ponder and to think about what would it would have been like if it was. How'd you like Sarah wearing the mustache throughout the festivities? Oh, it was it was amazing. <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> you know, we had requests. She, to keep it she on. <laughs> is a natural comedian. She had this, just this knack. And I'm thinking, wow, she. There's something about it. It reminded me of a young Lucille Ball. Oh wow! Remember how wacky Lucy used <laughs> to be? Talking about oh, yeah. big shoes to fill. Well, You're me not and Matt start worked very. Again, are you? I love Lucy. <laughs> I love yeah. Lucy, and she there we go. loves me. <laughs> well, me and Matt worked we very well together. Me and Matt worked very well off of each other. We were able to, you know, bounce off you each other. Great. We you did good. So, uh, looking forward to next year. And yeah, it was everyone. I think everyone had a good time. So I didn't. We didn't hear any too many complaints. So that was good. All right. One of the things we always look forward to is the the lookalike. There's some mm. folks here at Relevant Radio that look like some famous folks. We did that. Yeah. Uh, we have a doppelganger of the year award, and uh, you know, for example, um, John Morales looks a lot like Eric Estrada. He from was Chips. in last and- year's. Yeah, he was in last year's <laughs> doppelganger. I didn't make uh, the cut this year. <laughs> we didn't make it this year, but no, yeah, we, it's so it's creepy how some of these people do line up. So uh, we did have the doppelganger of the year award that went to. Preston Alex, looking uh, quite similar to Ron DeSantis in some photos. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I, I could see uh, a little uh, similarity. Yeah, yeah, so he yeah, was able to, sure. to get a nice reward for that. So I think he was happy with that. <laughs> it, it really was a lot of fun. We, we got to hang out. You know, we really are. It felt like a family. Relevant, it is. The relevant it is radio a family. family. Yeah. It was it felt just like a family because like it is a family. So. For sure. Yeah. It was like a nice time. Big, big reunion and got to see, uh, you know, guys that, that are typically out of town that we don't see too often. Good, good to see Kale and his wife come in from mm-hmm. from Toronto and of course Patrick Madrid uh, and uh, and his wife yeah, and a lot of the remote engineers yes, were there, which was fun yes, a lot yes. of people that you don't always get to see you're right you know now, now you know how crazy I am about baseball uh, Glenn knows me well now he's not with us today he's taking a few days off this week I think he'll, he'll be in tomorrow but uh, he's uh, enjoying uh, some much deserved off time but he gave me a Roberto Clemente baseball card that wow. he had blown up on stock uh, card uh, material and it was absolutely beautiful. I mean, you, you, that guy really does know me. He knows what a baseball nut I am. Very so, nice yeah, uh, yeah. Christmas present. I like yeah. it. That was very cool for, for sure. So, uh, yeah, a great job. Very, very well well done. And uh, we'll look forward to, to next year. We'll see. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> thanks, guys. All right. Th- thanks, thanks, Matt, as always. And also, uh, a happy birthday to the Holy Father. Oh, yeah. Uh, as, that's as so Brooke exciting mentioned. that he, uh, yesterday, his yeah. birthday, man. Yeah. And he, I'm sure he had a great time celebrating. And actually, we have a picture of him.
of Pope Francis on the wall. So we had a little dessert and I didn't even remember that it was his birthday when we were, found out that it was his birthday. But hey, hey, we'll put a candle on this little dessert we were going to have and wish him a happy birthday. So it turned out good. Yeah, that's very nice. 87 years young. He's the oldest pope in the last century. So um He's hanging in Kudos there. for him. Yeah. For sure. So we, go. we continue to, to pray for him. All right. Well, we're going to take a, a, a little uh, a break as, uh, as, as we, uh, we always do. But before that, uh, we, we definitely need to uh, do what we normally do, uh, and that is uh, to pray. So we can't forget about prayer. You know, let's, uh, let's do first things first, as we always do here in, in the morning. And uh, give thanks to our good Lord for all of the many blessings. It's so easy to forget all the blessings that uh, our Lord sends every single day. And we always pray through the intercession of our blessed mother, Mary, the mother of God. And on Mondays, traditionally, we, we pray for the souls in purgatory of our relatives and our loved ones. And of course, we continue to pray for uh, a peace in the Middle East and Ukraine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Guadalupe, patroness of the Americas, patroness of the unborn, and patroness of Relevant Radio, pray for us. St. Joseph, patron of the Universal Church, pray for us. St. John Paul II, co-patron of Relevant Radio, pray for us. And we always invoke the Holy Spirit every single morning here on the show. Uh, we like to think of the Holy Spirit as the executive producer of the show with assist from some of his guardian angels. And so we pray, come Holy Spirit, come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our power scripture from the playbook of life this morning is from Isaiah 9-6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This is one of the many prophecies of the Old Testament that is fulfilled by the baby of Bethlehem, Jesus Christ the Lord. God with us, Emmanuel, is the child to be born uh, who would fulfill this prophecy of the incarnation, the Word made flesh, the Son of God, the King of Kings, and the Prince of Peace. And so let's continue to prepare our hearts for the coming of the baby Jesus, the mighty God, by going to confession here in Advent uh, to really have truly a blessed Christmas. And we always pray with great confidence uh, from the chapel of divine mercy, Jesus, I trust in you. Real quickly, our email, if you want to send us any thoughts or story ideas, whatever you have on your mind, it's morningair at relevantradio.com. You can find us on social media on X, uh, formerly Twitter. Our handle is at Morning Air Show as well as on Facebook. So we need to take a short break when uh, Morning Air continues. Uh, theologian Dr. Hector Marquez, the Master of Formation for the Dominican Lady of Puerto Rico, will discuss Latino traditions during Advent and Christmas uh, from Villancicos to Novena. So stay with us as this Monday edition of Morning Air continues here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Stay tuned for more of Morning Air after this.
night before Christmas And over the casa Not a creature is stirring Caramba, que pasa? The stockings are hanging With mucho cuidado In the hopes that old Santa Will feel obligado To leave a few ghosts And welcome back to Morning Air. I'm John Morales along with producer Sarah. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's really good to be with you on this Monday morning here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. And uh, I still uh, can't get over the fact that we're just only one week away from Christmas. So uh, the, the countdown c- continues. Just a quick reminder, if you go to the Relevant Radio app or at relevantradio.com on our website, you will find literally hours and hours of beautiful uh, Christmas carols and hymns, real Christmas music, secular and traditional, uh, to get you uh, ready for Christmas. All all you have to do is look for Christmas in Song. Uh, There's a banner, and uh, you can... uh, Check them out uh, right away Th- this morning. I had a chance to listen to them uh, over the weekend. Uh, they're, they're really, really uh, uplifting and inspiring. And uh, you, all you have to do is go to the Relevant Radio app or at relevantradio.com. Uh, you can always uh, send us an email. It's morningair at relevantradio.com. Now, Christmas is probably the most joyous season of the year for all Christianity, especially for us Catholics. And, of course, the festivities, the traditional songs, the celebrations uh, in general, are all imbued with the joy of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, that brings a smile uh, to my face. Uh, The Latin American culture has ways of celebrating Advent and Christmas that are particularly colorful and festive. These include the famous Posadas, uh, the Misas and Novenas, the Aguinaldo, and of course, the traditional Villancicos, which you are listening to, one of my uh, favorites, La Nananita Nana. I spoke uh, to uh, theologian Dr. Hector Marquez from San Juan, Puerto Rico, about uh, these Latino traditions uh, during Advent and the Christmas Novena, and of course, we talked about the Villancicos as well. Dr. Marquez is an adjunct professor of theology and religious studies at the University uh, Central de Bayamón. He's also a lay Dominican and currently serves as the master of formation for the Dominican laity of Puerto Rico. And here's my conversation with our good friend, Dr. Hector Marquez. Good morning. Buenos dias, Dr. Marquez. Welcome back to Morning Air. It is a joy to be with you once again as we get ready for Christmas. Buenos dias. Good morning, John. And good morning to all our audience again. I'm very happy to be with you uh, during this very joyous uh, season uh, of the year. Dr. Marquez, let's let's talk about uh, some of these wonderful uh, Latin American uh, traditions. Uh, let's begin with the posadas. Can you tell us a little bit about the origin of the posadas and how uh, they are related to the liturgy of the church? Yes, uh, the, uh, very few people know that the, uh, the Misas de Aguinaldo or Novenas de Aguinaldo uh, was the predecessor of the Posadas. The, 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 the original tradition brought from Spain to Latin America by the uh, Spanish priests was the Misas de Aguinaldo or special masses uh, held during the nine days prior to Christmas Eve, uh, up until Christmas Eve, uh, uh, in, in the church. And uh, the name Aguinaldo 
derives from the fact that at the end, people would receive a small treat or a small gift, which is the meaning of the word aguinaldo in Spanish. Then some of these posadas, I mean, some of these uh, 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 novenas started to be held outside the, the church, outside the temples, and moved uh, to neighborhoods. And that's where the posadas started. So the posadas uh, are also during the time of Advent, especially during the, the nine days preceding uh, Christmas. And uh, they are a tradition where people go uh, to different homes and then they sing uh, some, uh, some sort of a dialogue back and forth until they are finally allowed into the posada, which reminisces of the time that uh, uh, the, the, the first family, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Blessed Virgin Mary, together with Joseph, were on their way to Bethlehem, and they were seeking uh, uh, boarding in different places. And that's where the posadas, uh, the, the name posada uh, originates. And then they, were there, they, they sing uh, uh, the uh, villancicos and other uh, typical folk music, depending on the country they're in. And it all ends up with a kind of a festivity where they share typical food of the season. But uh, the, main, the, the main goal of the posadas is to reminisce uh, the, uh, the, the, the uh, journey of the Blessed Virgin Mary about to give birth with St. Joseph on their way to Bethlehem. Dr. Marquez, we want to share with our audience a, a little taste of uh, the posadas, which are so popular in Mexico. And Dr. Marquez, uh, as you can hear, they're, they're very uh, beautiful, uh, these very uplifting oh, yeah. uh, songs, uh, traditional songs in the posadas. And as you said, they're all uh, based on uh, the baby Jesus and the Holy Family. It's beautiful. And, and as you know, John, uh, the posadas originated in Mexico, but they have spread to basically all of Latin America. As a matter of fact, in Puerto Rico, where when I was growing up as a child, there were no posadas, but now it's very traditional uh, for the for the uh, uh, different parishes to celebrate posadas, including my own parish. We celebrate both. We celebrate the Misa de Aguinaldo, which are usually at 5 or 5.30 a.m. to start the day earlier uh, uh, so that people can get to work after that. And uh, we celebrate Mass, uh, singing all the villancicos, and after that, we have a community breakfast where we share and we... Uh, after praying and, and, and receiving Holy Communion, then we go and we have an early breakfast so that people can go on uh, to, their, to their respective uh, uh, jobs and whatever uh, during the day. So we have both. We have the best of both worlds in our parish. Well, Dr. Marquez, um, my family, as you know, is from Colombia, and the, the tradition there, along with uh, in Ecuador, Venezuela, and a few other parts of South America, uh, are, is the, no, the novena, the novena of Aguinaldo, uh, which is a novena yeah. to the baby Jesus, uh, uh, El Niño Jesus. And in fact, uh, in my family, we've been doing it since I was a little boy, and it was such a joy this past weekend. I got to uh, pray uh, the uh, novena de Aguinaldo uh, with my mother at the nursing home at the Little Sisters of the Poor with the entire family. We had all the instruments, los tambores, the drums, and all the bells and the whistles. And it's a a beautiful thing. And, uh, you know, and and the decorations, uh, 
Yeah, it it, it really is. It's uh, the, the you know, we have, of course the decorations and obviously the traditional food that goes with it. But uh, again, it's nine days in preparation for for Christmas, and and it's all uh, focusing on the coming of Jesus. So they're they're very scriptural and 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 uh, very uh, based uh, on on the story of uh, the nativity of our Lord. Yes, and and as I say, uh, the, the, those novenas. Which are which are uh, part of the Misas de Aguinaldo, also because it's the same nine days. Uh, uh, it's all about preparing the manger uh, in our hearts to receive the child Jesus on Christmas, uh, uh, and it, it, it creates the the environment and and it, it helps us prepare. Uh, we we go to confession, uh, so we make sure that that manger is ready uh, to receive uh, uh, Jesus in our hearts. No question about it that that's exactly what it what it's all about. Uh, it's about uh, receiving Jesus in our hearts and, you know, all of these traditions all throughout uh, Latin America. That's really uh, what, what it what it's all about. Uh, what what other traditions come to mind um, that you'd like to share with us here uh, uh, as we get ready for Christmas? Yes, especially in Latin America. Uh, 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 before before eighteen ninety eight. That's a crucial date. 1898, that's when the American troops landed in Puerto Rico, and they brought in the fat old man, uh, Santa Claus, uh, which basically distorted uh, most people's view of what Christmas is all about. Uh, uh, We we celebrated the novenas. We celebrated the nativity. But the big, big party, the big celebration was Three Kings Day, uh, which is the epiphany. We call it Three Kings Day. That's when the kids would get the presents. Uh, reminiscing uh, the the uh, the gifts that the three wise men brought to Jesus uh, to the child Jesus in uh, in, um, in 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 the, in the manger when he was there uh, with his blessed mother and Saint Joseph and that is a tradition that we still keep but now we share it with uh, the Christmas tree and all the other uh, uh, traditions that we have received uh, from uh, from North America. Dr. Marquez, here in the final uh, moments, uh, can you share uh, a few words of encouragement as we prepare for Christmas and the coming of El Niño Jesus, the baby Jesus? Well, we have been preparing to receive uh, our Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts and in our life, not just on Christmas Eve, but for every day of our life. Christmas is just a moment where we can stop and reflect what our life is and what our life can be if we make Jesus, baby Jesus, form a part of our, of our life and let him grow within us like he did in his real life and let us, allow us to follow him every single day of our lives. That is the best gift that we can get in Christmas. All our family is sharing with them the love of Jesus Christ, which is love in itself, the love of the Father who, who spilled over on us by giving us his only son so we could all be saved. That is what we celebrate on Christmas, and that is what we have to transmit to our children because they are now uh, uh, clouded by the Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Orange Wednesday and whatever. That is not what Christmas is about. That is not what Advent is about. We are preparing to receive the, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ who came here to save us and to deliver us from all evil. 
And that is a message uh, for everyone of all cultures. Dr. Marquez, I want to just share with you a one line from uh, the uh, Novena de Aguinaldos, as, as it's done in Colombia, uh, one of my favorite songs. Vamos, pastores, vamos, vamos a Belén, a ver el aquel niño, la gloria del Edén, a ver el aquel niño, la gloria del Edén. Just a little taste there for you, doctor. Yes, 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 yes. This is a very joyous season, uh, and I'm glad to have been able to uh, form a part of, uh, of your program, especially today, uh, where we are just uh, days away from, uh, from the big day. Thank you, Dr. Marquez. Uh, thank you so much for, for being with us. Uh, many blessings these last few days of Advent, and uh, uh, Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad to you and your family. Merry Christmas to all. And that was theologian Dr. Hector Marquez, adjunct professor of theology and religious studies at the Universidad Central de Bayamón in Puerto Rico. We need to take a short pause. When we come back, Bishop Brendan Cahill, the Bishop of the Diocese of Victoria, Texas, will be with us to talk about the sacrament of confession during Advent and coming out of the darkness. So stay with us. We're just warming up on this Monday edition of Morning Air here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Morning Air. I'm John Morales. Glenn is off. Producer Sarah Tafoya is with us. She is uh, dancing on the other side of the glass to this tune. Thanks so much for joining us on this Monday morning across much of our nation with just one week left to go before the big day, before Christmas. I want to remind you, in case you haven't heard, and it's kind of hard that you wouldn't have heard, uh, a relevant radio uh, fan favorite is back uh, for Advent and these final days of Advent. So the Merry Beggars uh, presents Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol, and for the second year in a row to guide you through your Advent journey. True to the original text, this updated audio Advent calendar lets you jump straight into the action of this wholesome, intriguing, and delightful classic. All you have to do is uh, subscribe. You can do it this morning. It's still not too late to, to receive daily episodes uh, for free at adventwithscrooge.com. That's adventwithscrooge.com. 
Now, of, of course, uh, there are many ways to get ready uh, to celebrate the birth of Jesus uh, with festive potlucks and caroling and gift giving and entertaining the family and friends and many others. In fact, we talked about Father Rocky's 10 suggestions to have a wonderful Christmas uh, last Friday. But oftentimes, the sacrament of reconciliation is overlooked. Uh, it is uh, probably one of the best ways uh, to enter into the joy of the nativity of our Lord Jesus with a clean heart and with light and love. In fact, joining us live uh, this morning uh, is Morning Air regular contributor Bishop Brendan Cahill with much more on the beauty of confession during Advent. And we're going to also talk about how uh, confession helps you to come out of the darkness. Bishop Cahill is the third bishop of the Diocese of Victoria, Texas. He's also the bishop promoter of Stella Maris, the Seafarers Ministry. Your Excellency Bishop Cahill, thank you so much for, for joining us. It is a joy to be with you once again with just one week left for Christmas. Good morning, John, and, and all the listeners. Yes, it's uh, um, Christmas will come up very soon. So first for all of our, our priests and pastors, it's this year is a busy weekend when Christmas is on the Monday. You know, it's Sunday, then turn around the Monday. And so... Uh, Pray for all of our pastors, getting everything ready. Uh, pray for God's uh, peace and confidence with them as they prepare for our Christmas celebrations. And pray for all of us that are our focus in the midst of everything, you know, our busyness and all the things going on, that we have time to focus on the gift of Christ for ourselves and for the whole world. Well, Your Excellency, yesterday, of course, was uh, Gaudete uh, Sunday, uh, Rejoice Sunday, and uh, the, the the priests, and I'm sure the bishops were wearing uh, the rose-colored vestments. So uh, I, I wore my uh, a pink striped shirt here this morning in honor of Gaudete Sunday, sort of to continue that joyful spirit. Good for you. Rejoice. Yes, as, as we're heading in, kind of a home stretch for, for Christmas this week. And so that's what I was thinking of uh this week, kind of talking about spiritually preparing to take quiet time in the midst of, of busyness and then to focus on preparing our hearts to receive our Savior. And one of the images from the very early church that, that always has spoken to me is the sense of the beauty of the birth of our, our Savior in kind of a, a manger with the messiness of the manger. And that God so loved the world, even the messiness of our world and all the things going on, the love shines forth in that love of Mary for her child with Joseph by her side. And kind of to focus my attention and our attention on that love shining forth. And that's why I was thinking, like preparing the sacrament of confirmation by the best way that we can do to prepare our heart. In a sense, uh, another kind of image that I'd say, like when you're cleaning your heart, it's like, you know, polishing a, a brass doorknob. You know, you work at it and want to make it bright and shiny. And in this season, we think of the bright, shiny gifts and the light that well, we want to make ourselves bright and shiny. And so, uh, so a lot of parishes have Advent penance services. I know some of us, some of our priests are doing extra times. So they're doing times during the day and the afternoon to be available. Maybe check with your churches uh, to see when it might be available to come. And I think preparing our hearts is to look at areas to work on. So, I mean, we know how it is in this season. It could, it could be maybe anger, stress, things. I might have said something to someone I regret. 
I might have, you know, other other things that may be dealing with in my life, and to say, Lord God, I, I really want to be your instrument of peace and mercy for the world in which I live, and to take time to reflect in our hearts things that I I may need to work on, but also things that I know God brings healing. God God wants you to know. He loves you, he's with you, and he loves this whole world. Well, Your Excellency, uh, going to confession during Advent, going to confession any time of the year is a good thing, but, you know, during Advent to prepare our hearts uh, for the coming of of the baby Jesus of our Lord uh, is such a a beautiful thing. I know that that's something that Father Rocky has been uh, stressing uh, over the years and once again this year, and I have been reminding the folks of, uh, you know, the joy and the beauty of going to confession uh, during Advent, but it's not an obligation. It's actually a privilege to be able to go to confession and, and get ourselves uh, really ready. Absolutely. That's, well, I do like to put it that way as well. And sometimes we'll say, do I have to go? Well, you know, it's a, God gives us his grace to help us on our spiritual journey. So in a sense, that itself may be something I need to look at because I think if I think I'm so proud, like I have nothing to, oh, I'm, everything's great then I probably need to look at myself a little more because even just the reality that there is suffering in the world, there's more I could do to, to help others. And so sometimes it may be a focus away from, you know, the actual, the sins maybe that, that I'm committing, but also omission, things I could be doing better to care for my neighbors, to care for people around. And so I, it's just a, a good way that, it also, it's trusting in our church that that you know think this child was born, and the child is our savior, and he established a church founded on the apostles, and that there's instruments of grace and healing in the Eucharist and confession, and the other sacraments, that in a sense give us grace, you know. So in a sense, God gives us something in the sacraments. So that's a another part of it. Even like when we're we're doing say great, I'm doing fantastic, and hey, everything's all good. Um, for my own humility to ask for God's grace that I can continue to grow. And, and so you're right. I, I appreciate it. It's a way of looking at it as a privilege in this season, since our focus is on kind of the innocence of the child and the desire of, of God for humanity in the midst of our lives to show us love. It's probably, there's a perfect time liturgically. And then even spiritually, you know, things that we do, like we have the, you know, you have the manger scene in your church, you know, to kneel before it and just to offer your heart to God. Like, what can you give to God? Just give yourself and to make that heart as good and holy and pure as possible. So that is that's a kind of classic spiritual tradition to, to say before Christmas, take time to cleanse your soul, to offer it completely to Jesus and trusting in God's desire for salvation for you and for the whole world. It is a beautiful uh, tradition. I want to open up the phone lines uh, and 
uh, invite our listeners, if you want to be part of our conversation uh, on confession, especially here during Advent, how does a confession prepare your heart for Jesus on Christmas Day? Have you gone to confession? Have you, you know, waited in line? You got to, it takes effort to go to confession. We're uh, taking your calls for uh, Bishop Brendan Cahill, the Bishop of the Diocese of Victoria, Texas, on our Catholic Order of Foresters toll-free line at 888-914-9149, 888-914-9149. If you've gone to confession this Advent, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Excellency, um, can you uh, uh, help us prepare for going to confession, especially, you know, some folks that may have been away from the sacrament for a long time, maybe uh, some words of wisdom on how to prepare? Yeah, I think number one is, you know, there's a fear, right? Uh, a fear of revealing ourselves to another. And, and so there's always that sense of it. And so it is just the act of going to the sacrament is placing trust in God and going from fear to trust. And um, so to acknowledge that, to say, okay, and you can tell the priest that, like, I'm kind of afraid, I'm nervous, and to, to let him know that. Um, I think and that is a fear, like if sometimes someone's worried, I've been away for a long time. Um, I guarantee as a priest and my brothers will say the same, that that's the greatest joy when somebody comes back after a long time. I mean, and it's scriptural too, right? That Jesus talks about the, the father rejoicing uh, when somebody comes back. And so in a sense, we won't castigate you. It's a sense of joy in the occasion of coming back and trusting in God's goodness for you. Um, uh, I'd say, yeah, sometimes it does get, it's, it's, it's almost frustrating actually in the line because if we had the penance services, you're right, sometimes we go a couple hours, a lot of people. And so just pray, Lord, I've offered this time for you and to, to trust that God is, you almost want to look at from the, the, the God, the Father's point of view, the joy he has, that you patiently, you're, you're coming forward and, you're placing your heart in, in his hands. And so uh, I'd say just to kind of continue to trust in that. Um, I, I say you want to do a different examination of conscience, you can kind of go through the Ten Commandments. I've, I've mentioned before, I, I tend to go through the seven capital sins. You just look at the, the whatever it is. And also you, you, you can look at not just, say, the sins you committed, but virtues you want to grow in to say, have I been attentive and, and caring and loving to everyone around me, or is there more I could do? And so I think there's always a sense of, you know, we, we talk about that sins we committed, but the things we haven't done, is there more we could do? Um, Excellency, uh, just if I may just add, just from my own personal experience, I, I've actually jotted down a few um sins just to, so I don't forget them and just the main things I want to get out so you don't you go in and you get right to the point you know you don't you don't want to tie up a priest especially when there's 20 people waiting in line to get into confession and so I I've, I've, I've discovered that if I just jot them down like on a sticky pad I can take them in with me and it'll just kind of remind me of the things that I want to get off my my heart and, and you just talk to the good Lord because you're really speaking to our Lord through the priest Oh, absolutely. That's a great way to do it. I mean, that, that does, because that way you're right. When there's other people online, you get nervous about it, and you kind of want to get right to it. And then, that, that's what I said, the trust that, that the priest acts in the person of Jesus, right? So our, our whole understanding of this sacramental system that God has given us to give us grace and to help us grow is that we receive that forgiveness. It's Christ himself forgiving us, and to know 
of the love and the mercy of God that flows from that. And so that's right, like to make it kind of to the point to focus on that and then a trust in the mercy that's received as we go forth. And then, of course, the penance. You know, a penance is a sign of uh, God's grace and forgiveness to take time to, 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 to achieve the penance, you know, and so uh, to trust in the grace of that sacrament. Uh, it's it's a great way because I think in the midst of all the other stuff that at the end of the day Christmas is about, it is about it's about that God chose in the fullness of time to be born of a woman and the child Jesus is savior for the world and there's a common humanity that God desires to save and as Eve was the mother of all humanity Mary is the mother of all humanity in the order of grace and that when you look on that you see from one end of the world to the other that light of God shining forth. And so I, I think that's also a social hope. I, I think sometimes we focus in the world uh, on the darkness and you see the news and things going on. But in the midst of all of that, there's love, there's hope, there's peace, and people loving and caring for one another, just as Mary and child Jesus with Joseph by their side. Your Excellency, at, at the end of the day, our Lord, he really wants our hearts. He wants us yeah. uh, to turn to him. You know, it, 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 it's not uh, just about, you know, going through uh, the motions. He wants us to really, you know, give our heart to him. And, and that's what confession is all about. You, we open our heart and say, Lord, uh, I have sinned and I need your help. Please forgive me. Yes, absolutely. And so in a sense, that that's, preparing our hearts to present to the Lord as we kneel and adore the manger scene, the child, and and to give give our best. And then to trust as we go forth, we bring that light into the world. Um, and it says, a prayer for you and for, for all that you have a, a beautiful week, a peaceful week. Um, sometimes it's stressful and uh, a lot of things going on. But to find time to reflect on, on God's presence, God's grace, which is the most important for ourselves, and then also kind of beyond ourselves, God's desire for the salvation of the whole world, that, that you know, from every continent, the Spirit of the Lord is upon, is upon people. They're celebrating the Holy Eucharist, they're celebrating sacraments, and the, the Christmas scene is being celebrated. So, um, I mean, God bless y'all. Uh, I appreciate uh, the opportunity to share with you. I know my prayers and love for, for you and, and for all, all the listeners. Well, I, we so much appreciate uh, your contributions uh, to Morning Air during this, this past year. You always bring such a, a joyful perspective to the show, and uh, it's so much appreciated. Can you leave us uh, with your blessing here this morning as we're just a week away from Christmas? Oh, absolutely, and we pray, Lord Jesus, we long to see your face. Help us to be attentive to your presence among us. Pray for your blessing upon all of our listeners. Pray for your healing and for your grace at each and every moment, and that we may go from fear to trust, trusting in your love and your mercy for ourselves, for the whole world. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, Your Excellency uh, Bishop Brendan Cahill, thank you so much uh, for for being uh, with us uh, here on Morning Air. I really, really appreciate uh, you being with us. Yes, sir. God bless you, John. Have a great day.
Thank you, you too. That was His Excellency Bishop Brendan Cahill, the Bishop of the Diocese of Victoria, Texas. And now it is time for another episode of Glenn Story Corner. Our story today is called The Grinch Gets Christmas from Dr. Seuss. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled three hours till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. James 1.17 All good giving and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no alteration or shadow caused by change. As always, uh, thanks so much uh, to Glenn, who is off today. But of course, uh, Story Corner isn't not off as he left us yet another uh, beautiful Story Corner. Uh, I want to tell you that uh, coming up next hour here on Morning Air, our spiritual director, Father Burke Masters, the baseball priest, will uh, be with us to continue his B-Form series. And we will continue to focus on the Holy Eucharist and the church. Plus, Catholic speaker and author, faith coach Kendra Von Esch will join us to discuss how to minimize materialism and make Jesus the focus and deal with those uh, difficult personalities during this Christmas season. So stay with us. There's a lot more to come in the final hour of Morning Air on this Monday here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 